When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talk Radio 77 WABC. 77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. No, I get by with a little help from my friends. Our buddy Mark Healy, like Mark, big baseball guy, big sports guy. He's now the editor-in-chief of The Wave in Rockaway, which I I actually have uh, two subscriptions to. I get one for me and one for the Rosenberg family. Two come on Fridays. It's a great local paper. I read that, not the Rockaway Times. I read The Wave. And he wants to do a story on what happened. I don't know if I want that. I mean, it's not a bad idea for people... Because my people around me, my, my great neighbors on my left, you know, Jackie and Billy Felton, their three beautiful kids, and John and Margaret on my right, and Maria and Joe Ferrante down the block, and um, all these folks, Louis Gampero across the street, you know, they think they live in paradise. And for the most part, we do. You know, we do. So if I make them aware of a story like this, which is not that far from their homes, they're going to start to realize that, this is coming to a quote-unquote theater near you. You know, Howard Beach already has a load of issues, as does Bay Ridge. All these great neighborhoods, which we thought were great and were great over the years, are starting to have some issues. And two kids wearing ski masks, not just kids, they were older, they were young teenagers, wearing ski masks and walking around with backpacks when they don't live there on a cold Saturday night in fancy deposit is a little scary, so. And I know Curtis, who gets great ratings, great ratings, noon to one, every weekday afternoon, great ratings over the weekend as well, and arguably does his best work sitting besides me every weekday morning. He's on every weekday because he's great. I know you've got some advice on this. I mean, I thought Danielle did the right thing, and she went after those guys and yelled at him, called the cops. So I, I have no idea who they are to this moment, where they live, what they were doing there. But we all know when the cops agreed, they were not there to do good. You know that. Let me tell you something. I remember myself yeah, back in 1970. Take that uh, train to Beach 116th Street last stop. Get on the boardwalk. Keep walking in the direction of Breezy Point. Long walk. But eventually you run out of boardwalk, and I walked on the beach because I was trying to get to beach parties uh, in the summer at Breezy Point because guys that I went to school with at Brooklyn Prep said, come on, come on, come on to Breezy Point. All the girls from Stella Marriott say here, you have a great time. And once I got past Fort Tilted, all of a sudden, whoa, 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 whoa. The cops from Breezy Point 
would stop me, search me, almost pull down my BVDs. What the hell are you doing here? You ain't from here. And by the way, are you Irish? No. Get the hell out of here. And I have to walk all the way back to nope. Beach 116 Street. What year was this? It's about 70. Wow. Back then, you had to have you had to have a pass in order to get into Breezy Point. Well, you still have to Restricted. have that. Restricted. Ah, yeah, yeah, but it's not like it used to be. Well, I know when I go visit Mike Sullivan, for example, he gives me like a coin that I have to put inside uh, like a like a, a hand operator just to get into his little complex. Yeah, it's like an old slot machine. Well, you yeah, know, they imported one of them. But you're right. Now, I would ask Danielle since she was there. Lucky she didn't invite you to come along with her. You know, a modern-day Jack Bauer, right, 24, except you're Sid Massad Rosenberg, 18. <laughs> you probably would have been jacking these guys up. Well, I, I actually said, I go, why didn't you wake me up? I would have gone, and I think they both knew, Danielle and Gabe, that um, it would have gotten bad. No, no, would have Because I would have jumped out of the car and punched him across the face. I, well, I, I can't trust well, myself. First off, I would have said to Danielle, did the cops search the backpack? Did they, they search They didn't, the because they're not allowed oh, to. Oh, yes, they are. Come on. No, I'm, on, I'm, I'm asking you an honest question. You're out there in the middle of nowhere. You're a cop. Be right. a cop. You see somebody who's suspicious like that. White backpacks, ski masks on Beach 142nd Street. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere, the kids are saying, oh, we came from Beach 116th Street. In fact, we had a cup of coffee at the last stop diner the, before we came here. They didn't even say that. They admitted they were not from the neighborhood, and they hopped on a Look, bus to Brooklyn two minutes right. later. I'm a cop. I'm searching them. Backpack, and I'm I'm stripping them down of their PVT. This Stop is uh, this these are your guys. This is the 100th precinct. Ah, uh, look, look. You, you know this city is gone. They won't let cops be cops. Cops now are like Superman whenever there was kryptonite. They're so told, oh, we can't do this, we can't do that. And it's true. And your guy was there, Beach 116th Street, Eric Adams. <laughs> Did he meet with you at the last stop diner and his very dear friend, Eric Ulrich, who lives right there, Beach 116th Street, huh? No, we didn't, know, Of course. But no. the point is, they won't let cops be cops anymore. These two guys went back to the hood and said, we got it like that. They had us jacked up. We walked away. They couldn't touch us. I mean, think about that. You have a, uh, a concerned citizen. And I know she's a woman and she's hot. I get all that, but she's tough. You know that. So you have a concerned citizen talking tough. You get the cops show up and talk to you, and there were no repercussions. They just hopped on the bus, like you, you said. Let me went back you. to wherever they were coming from, and and probably plotted more uh, bad uh, bad stuff. Away from where a beam used to live, the Jewish mayor Naponzi. He lived in Naponzi, right there. He was the worst mayor ever, right? Uh, no. Who, who's worse? Well, actually, de Blasio and Eric Adams are working on that right now. <laughs> They're working on that. But, Sid, every Jew at 22, what do I keep telling you? Yeah. JDL, every Jew at 22. You want every Jew to carry a gun. Or at least have the option. Have the option. Because look at it. I mean, is it now, they didn't know your son was Jewish. Uh, we don't know what their motivations were, but forget that. The digital dollar could give the feds control of your money. Get the digital dollar report. Call 1-800-862-6970 and also receive a $1,000 credit from Priority Gold to protect your money. Or just go to digitaldollarreport.com. Please note, the information provided does not constitute financial or investment advice. And backpacks and ski masks on. Elementary 101. I agree. They're there to house houses. They're going to do break-ins, home invasions. 
up against the wall. I pull down your PVTs. I search your three-piece set. I pull the chain. Everything in the backpack gets laid out on the ground. You're sucking concrete. Oh, okay, we didn't find anything. You come back here again. I'll bash your face in. Well, you just leave it in the air like they just don't care. They will go back to the hood and they will say, man, you do not want to go out there into White Landia. Because I'm telling you, man, they checked me for belly button. <laughs> you know, they're going to go back to the hood now and say, ain't God, I got it like that. Man, I, those cops, man, they didn't even frisk us. They didn't even check the backpack. How do you know they didn't have tools to do break-ins in the backpack? I, I, I think they probably did, if not a gun, too. I don't know. So let me talk to these two cops. Find out who they are, and I'll <laughs> sit them down. I'll say, are you for real? You let them walk away without checking their backpack, yeah. without giving them a pat-down. I was pissed about that, too, but I was under the impression that it's not legally allowed oh, to do it. of course it's legally allowed, but they're afraid of the ramifications. Oh, now, what prompted you to search them? Because they had... Olive complexions. Yes. They had swarthy Middle Eastern complexions. Were you profiling them? <laughs> oh, there goes my pension. Oh, my God. I'll be walking a beat out there at 3 o'clock in the morning. In fact, that's the way it is now, unfortunately. Years ago, the cops would have said, up against the wall, what the hell are you doing here? Where are you from? Where's your ID? Did they ask for ID? I don't even know. Of course they I don't they know. Of course they I, I, I'm going to say probably not, yeah. No, listen, Curtis, you're right, and... um. Boy, the more you talk, A, the more I want to have sex with you, that's gay, but that's fine. And uh, B, you should probably be police commissioner. Yeah, I like Eddie Caban, right. but you're oh, the come man. On. Eddie Caban was out there in that Somos thing in Puerto Rico. <laughs> what the hell is he? He loves <laughs> hanging out in guitar, Puerto Rico. Hey, Eddie, do your job. But this brings up the contrast of what you talked about. Here is Noam Raiden saying, oh, and see the Grove, the family got together with Tommy DeVito, the Giants third string quarterback whose mommy... This mama Luke cook, kicks some <laughs> cooks some chicken cutlets yeah, and like she that. makes his bed. Yeah, she makes she makes the bed. That's this right. Guy, she also does his laundry. Oh my god. <laughs> he sounds like Frank Morano, the Mama Luke. And yet you mentioned to me you had me in flashback mode when you did the history of goalies for the Rangers. Oh first Well let me say why I did that. It's because later on tonight. The man that's got a lot more wins, almost 150 more than second place Mike Richter, 40 more shutouts than Mike Richter, but one last Stanley Cup. The king himself, Henrik Lundqvist, will be will be inducted into the Hockey Hall of Fame later on tonight. How many, how many stitches did he have? Huh? How many stitches? I don't I mean, know. Let, me, let me go back. Four hundred fifty nine wins, though. That's Doesn't a lot matter. of wins. Uh, Gump Worsley, right? You mentioned Gump Worsley. Yes, he's got two hundred and four. He's fourth on the list. Yeah, I think he had four hundred and fifty nine <laughs> stitches in his face. He refused to wear a mask. Yes, and he was with the Rangers when they were down with Basement Bertha. And I'm telling you, they would say to him, you got a beer belly. He'd say, oh, no, I drink only Johnny Walker Red. <laughs> this guy was great. He refused to wear a mask. And as tough as he was, he had a fear of flight like John Madden. He wouldn't take airplanes. So we would have to catch up with the team. Thank God it was only six teams at the time when right, I loved the right, NFL. Right. Yeah, the Boston Bruins, you had the Rangers. Montreal. Montreal, uh, and then you had Toronto, and of course Chicago Blackhawks and Detroit, Detroit. Red Wings. Yeah. Thinking a tough, right? Gordy <laughs> Howe, who was not a goalie, 300 stitches, 14 broken noses. 
They were men's men back then. Now you got Tommy DeVito. Hey, Mommy, I didn't like the way you made my chicken cutlets. Uh, you got to make my bed, Mommy. Did you starch my Oh, uh, You're right about that. I actually miss uh, those days. I remember not that long ago, the Rangers had guys that really couldn't skate, that can barely play, guys like uh, Joey Koser, Nicky Fatiu. You know, even Beck, Barry, to a certain extent, they just go out there oh, and beat people up. But then, Shoot the puck, Barry. Look up in the rafters of Madison Square Garden <laughs> when we, you're with uh, Joe Tapioca Head or whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> he used to beat up Islander fans up there all the time. And the Boiler Man, the Boiler Man, right, with the seats and tickets. Pete there. Morgan, the great right. Pete Morgan, Look up yes. in the rafters, you see the first number retired, Roger Beer, number seven. Second yes. number... Number one, Ed Jockerman. He's actually uh, third on the all-time win list, Jockerman. Oh, let me tell you about Lundquist Jockerman. at 459, Richter at 301, and Eddie Jockerman at 266. My first game in the old Madison Square Garden. Not the yes. new one. Uh, Saturday night, right? Uh, Saturday afternoon, it was against the Boston Bruins. Of Bobby Orr, right? Bobby Orr would take it up and down. First defenseman. And do you know that Ed Jockerman was the first jockey to leave the crease to play the puck? So he would battle Bobby off with the puck. This was great. And then eventually Stanley Cup playoffs, who were they against? The Boston Bruins. Yes. Who was injured at Jockerman because in the uh, lead-up to the playoffs, his Bobby Holt had basically skated right over his head, bleeding <laughs> there. He didn't leave the net. He was sitting there. Even the Chicago Blackhawks, Stan Makita, Bobby Holt said, this guy has Guts, man. <laughs> and then what happens? He ends up with the Detroit Wetland, yes. Wetlands. One of the 50 greatest moments in Madison Square Garden history. The fans cheer him. They booed every Ranger who shot. The Red Wings won. Ed Jockerman, greatest of all time. I don't want to hear all these uh, guys. He's up there. He, uh, and who, he's replaced also, him? He, who replaced him? John Davidson. John Davidson, who got to a cup in 79. Nah, the loss of the I'm, Canadians. I'm sorry. We I'm got to sorry. the cup. We got to the cup. Uh, Jockerman, by the way, is second to Lundquist in career shutouts for the Rangers. Henrik is at 64, and Jockerman is second at 49. Oh, second, by the way, only 24 for Richter. I remember Harry Howe, the def- he yes. was the captain, the defenseman, silver hair. Yep. Jim Big Chief Nielsen, an actual Indian defenseman. And then, of course, Rattel Hatfield and Gilbert. That was a great oh, line. God. The gag line. Oh, you know things are bad for the Jets and the Giants when Curtis and Sid are breaking down Ranger hockey. But, again, it's a big night for Lundquist. Oh, you got great history. Hold on. Tommy DeVito. Mommy. <laughs> Yeah. I don't like the way you made my chicken cutlet. She makes my bed. Oh, it's Cedar Grove. They're all excited. What the hell has happened? I don't know. I would fire Brian Dayball after this season. I don't care that he won Coach of the Year last year. The Giants won a playoff game against Minnesota. Ba, ba, ba. He is uh, doing such a piss-poor job this year. It's not all his fault. Shane is the architect of this terrible football team. But I would fire Brian Dayball. They, they've they gone to a new level of embarrassment, and he's still Let the coach. Let me ask you a question. They always go up to the New England Patriots, right, to coach Belichick, to, to, to get his assistance. Yeah. Have any of his assistants done well as coaches <laughs> in the NFL? Not I think many. About it. None of them. I mean, None of them. Basically, you got mumbles there, Coach Belichick. Yeah. Right? And, and oh, I, I produce the best, you know, assistant coaches. No. I don't think any of them have brought back winners. No, Parcells, that's different because Parcells, Belichick was his assistant coach. Sean Payton, he won a Super Bowl, his assistant coach. So Bill Parcells has the impressive tree, not Bill Belichick. But I do want to get yes, to yeah. tomorrow's big uh, rally in D.C. because you sent me a piece of audio. This is very cute, actually. 
So it's late third quarter Giants-Cowboys. Danielle's making dinner last night. She made a great dinner. Oh, did she make chicken cutlets for you? She made lasagna, but she makes great chicken cutlets. And uh, I sent her this audio because you sent me an email and said, you said, please play this for Danielle. So Danielle is playing your audio throughout the house. We're sitting there about to have dinner listening to Curtis. And uh, it was a did, great did, piece. Did Gabriel convert at that point to become a Jew for Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> no, but his friends who are not Jewish, who go to St. Edmunds and uh, all these uh, Catholic schools, they're considering converting to Judaism. So uh, in the piece, you do a great job. You actually took out the audio from the Jewish Christian Fellowship commercial yes. with Michelle Bachman, right. with Mike Huckabee, and you made the argument that if we're going to win this, Jews and Gentiles, which we said from day one, as Danielle has said, must uh, kind of team together. It was a brilliant segment. And then I went into the biggest televangelist in the world, Benny Hinn, who's a Palestinian, who became a born-again right in the Holy Land. And what he said about Israel before October 7th, I mean, he has spoken to millions across the world. He is a, the number one supporter of Israel and Jews. Then Kenneth Copeland, you heard the prayer where the woman on stage was saying, we have to support Israel. We have to go to battle for them. We have to, we have to. John Hagee, and then why Christians should support Israel. Now, have you heard that from the Roman Catholics? No. No. The Methodists? No. The Lutherans? No. The Episcopalians? No. The Presbyterians? Hell, years ago, they supported the Palestinians against Israel. The Eastern Orthodox, the Greek Orthodox, Russian Orthodox, Serbian Orthodox? No. Not a peep, because they want the real estate in Jerusalem. They want the holy city to be an international city run by the United Nations, not by Israel. And they said, well, we'll give you a little slow. You know, we'll give you a little homentation on the side. This is all about the real estate, Sid, especially the Roman Catholic Church that has almost no real estate in the Holy City. They want a piece of the action. They know they ain't going to get it from the Jews and from the Israeli government. So they want the Holy City to be an international city that the Jews in Israel do not run. They just have a little sliver, you know. It's sort of like, okay, here you go, a little hamantachim for you. But we got the cake, the icing, and the candles because we're the Christians. I'm telling you, the evangelicals live, breathe, and eat the Old Testament. Their reverence tell them you must study Hashem in the Old Testament first, and then you'll understand why God chose Jews to be the chosen people to do all the heavy lifting. I mean, what do they have? They don't have 10 commandments. They have 9,842 commandments. We, the Gentiles, hey, we had to truncate it down. 10 commandments. We follow the chosen people into Israel. We do our pilgrimages. We spend our money there. We support the IDF. You need evangelicals side by side. In fact, they could put a million boots on the ground next weekend. You just have to have one of your markers, not the schmuck, not the putz, not the pitcher, not the schmendrick, Chuck E. Cheese Schumer. Ask them to get involved with them, and you will outdo any of these Palestinian forever protests featured with Jews for Hamas, Jews for progress, Jews for Palestinians, and Jews for justice.